It's a life-changing message from the Royal House Chapel International, Ahimfie. Let me try in my one-hour presentation. Let me start from somewhere. Uh, Isaiah chapter 9 and then verse number 6. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Can you put it on the uh, screen for, for me? Rado Sikibirianda. All right, read with me. Ready, go. Four. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The next verse, verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end, and upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever the zeal alright come back to verse number 6 again come back to verse number 6 for unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given so there are two uh, uh, things we are talking about here we are talking about the level of being a child the stage of being a child and then the stage of being a son you will notice that for being a child, you must be given birth to, biologically. But to become a son, it must be given. And I was looking at the Hebrew word for the word given, and I was amazed what it rendered. To be given simply means um, uh, to, uh, it, it is, sonship is imputed. It's imputed upon. It's imparted upon. It is, it is conferred upon. It is, it is ascribed to you. Somebody must make you a son. God said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. You will notice that Jesus never went about calling himself the son of God until it was imputed upon him by God. When he says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So to be a son, it, it is to be bestowed on you. To be imputed to you, to be imparted to you, you, you can never be a son until you are permitted to be a son. It, you, it, it's by permission. It is by consent of a father. Sonship is entrusted. It must be entrusted to you. It must be delivered. It must be extended and it must be assigned to you. So, so I, I, I don't know how many people here call themselves sons. You can never be a son until the father says you are. There are some things you need to do for the fathers to say that this is my beloved son. There are some things that you have to understand and you have to have for you to qualify to be a son. A son of Fountain Gate or a son of Papa Eastwood or a son of Chairman Clement. There are some things you need to understand and there are some things you need to do. All right, I have a few of them that I'll run through quickly. 
Number one, sons promote the vision of their fathers. Fathers write the vision, sons promote the vision. Sons run with the vision. Fathers write down the vision, sons run with the vision. Fathers, number two, fathers give the name and the identity and sons keep the identity and keep the name. Fathers will give the name, sons keep the name. When, when David fought uh, Goliath, one question that King Saul kept asking, whose son is this young man? Whose son is this young man? Whose son is this young man? And I was wondering, what, what, has, what has sonship got to do with this great victory? But what Saul wanted to say was that who your father is tells who you are. You are your father's identity. If you are a son of Fountain Gate, we want to see your father's identity in you. No, no, we, we are talking about building a solid church. Oh, we are coming there. I, I, I can't look at my father build a church and I build a church differently from the way he's building. Something is wrong somewhere. To, to the extent that some of you can tender your resignation because your father has never passed through your church in the last three years. <laughs> or, or when you are calling, you are looking for Chairman Clement. Chairman Clement was not there. When your wife was hospitalized, he didn't come there to, to visit, visit her. So you are angry. Tell somebody, sit by you. We are building church. Tell somebody, we are learning how to build. Tell somebody, we are learning how to build. Tell somebody, we shall build. Tell somebody, we shall build church. Tell somebody, we shall build solid church. We shall build solid church. So the father will give the identity and the name and it is the son's responsibility to keep the identity and to keep the name. Whose son are you? Whose identity do you carry? For unto us a child is born, but unto us a son is given. And I love it. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. Government and authority rest on the shoulders of sons, not children. Somebody say, I hear the Lord. I hear you. Somebody say, I hear the Lord. And so if you want to carry government upon your shoulder, you have to grow to become a son. You have to take the position of sonship. You, you have to allow sonship to be imputed upon you. Somebody must recognize you as a son. You must have certain qualities for which you can be called a true son. This is my beloved son. Number three. Sons keep unbroken relationships with the fathers. Sons keep unbroken relationship at all times with the father. 
I, I was looking at Joseph here. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? When Joseph introduced himself to his brothers, the Bible says he wept and then he said, I am Joseph. The next question, is my father still alive? Now, it means that the guy had been thinking about his father all through his journey of pain and his journey of struggles. He had at the back of his mind the thoughts of his father. So, what did that do? What did that do? Now, here, here is the scenario. Isn't that amazing that in the mind of Jacob, Joseph had died. He, he thought he was dead because he, the, the, garment, the garment which the brothers brought was always hanging there at the corner. And then he would come and look at the garment and say, Hi, Joseph. My son, Joseph. So the garment constantly reminded him that the son was dead. But in the mind of God, God knew and you know that Joseph was alive. And so Joseph also had been thinking about his father. Is, is my father alive? Is my father alive? How I wish my father would come and see this glory. How that God has made me a father in the, to, to Pharaoh and a, a father in this land. Oh my. It was that thought of his father constantly that protected him and preserved him and kept him. The day you stop thinking about your father, you cut off your covering, you cut off your relationship, you cut everything. The day you stop thinking about your father. So that, that, that is why in, in this work in which you have been called, you should know that God calls somebody. And the person has created a space for you as a son to have a place in the ministry. You, you don't do anything to hurt that kind of person. You, 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 you don't do a thing, anything to hurt that, that kind of person who has made it possible for you to be where you are. So the thought of, 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 of Joseph, of his father, constantly kept the relationship. How be it? Physically apart, but spiritually neat. Spiritually united. You may not see Eastwood, but he's there with you. You may not see chairman, but the chairman is there with you. And, and, and that's what I tell my sons always. He was saying that one of the things that he loves about my relationship with my sons, my, my sons and I have such solid relationship. Solid. September, all of them are coming down to come and sit at your feet. Because it's convention time. They have to leave their comfort zones. February, we have our national executive of our church. Every one of them, wherever they are, they are flying down. And then I'll be inviting you to speak at our general assembly, uh, which precedes our, our convention. 1,500 leaders from across. You, you just don't... You, what is it that will make you miss that? relationship. When, when sons keep relationship with their fathers in their hearts, whether the father is present or absent, it gives you the edge to prevail over those who want to kill you. That is how Joseph was able to make it. I am Joseph. And his brother 
Jesus were stunned. Is my father still alive? Save Joseph. He said, go and give my father these gifts. Bring the wagons. He put the bread in. He put the clothes in. He put the wine. Everything. He said, go give my father. When they went, Jacob was sitting down, very lonely, very sorrowful. They said, Papa, we have some news for you. They said, Joseph is alive. I said, we said Joseph is alive. Oh, please. I, I, I've forgotten about that guy. Don't, don't tell me. Say, Papa, look outside. Look at the gift. The Bible says when he saw the gift, where the sickness went, where the sickness passed. I'm telling you, some gift from sons can raise the... Clap your hands and shout, I will arise. Hey! Please be seated. Please be seated. Please be seated. Yesterday, I, I, for some time, I have been very angry with one of my sons because uh, he has made it and uh, he's playing some rough. I said, hey, hey, forget where you were picked from. Nonsense. Nonsense. Then he knelt down. He said, Papa, look, I'm sorry. Sorry, I, I, I brought you this peace offering. I said, sit down. So I opened the peace offering, 200,000 Ghana, 2 billion. I said, kneel down. Let me pray for you. I said, Lord, I thank you for the spirit of forgiveness. <laughs> Somebody say, Yehovah. Please be seated. As soon as I saw the money, the spirit of forgiveness came upon me. The, 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 the guy who was angry, I was very angry. The, oh, the money quieted me. Somebody said gifts are powerful. Somebody said gifts are powerful. <laughs> this morning, this morning, I put a check in a file and I gave it to my secretary. I said, run quickly. When put it to the bank, when you go tell them fast track. The money must the money must reflect quick. Oh, you, 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 you don't know that your gifts connect you to the Father. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody say gift. Oh, I didn't hear you. Clap your hands and say gift. Oh, shout hallelujah and say gift. Amen. Fathers lay foundations. Number four. Fathers lay foundations. Sons build on the foundations. So, we are talking about building church. We are not going to build anything apart from the foundation which has been laid already. I'm looking at, at my father build a church, a beautiful edifice in Boligatanga in the desert. And I see a son in Kumasi who is asking his father in Boligatanga to give him money to build in Kumasi. If, if, if these sons who are gathered here will have the heart of this father, our ministry here will go places. We will affect lives and generations. 
Can, can, you, can you put some of the, uh, I brought some uh, uh, clips. Uh, put some clips on the, for me, the America one. Put the America one first. Now, that building is my son in America who has bought for Royal House Chapel. 100,000 square foot. That's what you see there. 5.5 million dollars paid. The building stretches from one end of the street to the other end of the street. Can you give me another, uh, uh, another form of it? The, the same. And uh, that's the... Inside that building, we can raise about 10 auditoria that can see 2,000 apiece. 10 inside that building. As I talk to you now, renovation is ongoing in the first one, which we shall be using for our sanctuary and then for our convention, which is coming in July. And the day, yeah, that's the building you can see there. The day he closed this building, he called me, he said, Apostle General, praise God, you now have a property in America. He didn't say we or I. He said you now have a property in America. Inside that building, we are going to put a half... Uh, 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 guest houses for some of our guests when they come we don't need to put them in hotels you know we just put them in there and, and so on so they can just minister give me, give me another one give me another one I don't know which we, this one I think is Spinktex this is our building on the Spinktex road which the pastor oh no no yeah let it be there uh, he roofed it uh, just recently and it's uh, uh, on the finishing uh, 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 touches. One man. Spinkers. Fathers, we laid the foundation. It is the responsibility of sons to build. And, and if you have this consciousness, I guarantee you, the solid church and the successful church, we already have it in Fountain Gate. We, we just have to have this mindset. Oh, I, th I thank God. The, the thing has gone into this young man. Thank you so much. I, I can't see. He's, he's doing this way. Oh, that's why I came. I came to affect you. I came to challenge your faith that after this conference, if you should invite me next year again, I want to see clips of your building that you are building all over the place. Can you clap your hands and say, I receive this? Clap your hands and say, I receive this grace. Give me, a, give me another one. Give me another one. What my sons are doing. Which one is this? Kofredia. This is Kofredia. Everybody I sent to Kofredia came and told me Kofredia was hard. It cannot be possible. It was hard. It cannot be possible. It was hard. It cannot be possible. And I said to them, anytime I meet them, I, I keep telling them that no ground is hard. And I'll be ending my scriptures very soon. The, the Bible says, the, those who have gone ahead of you, you have, they follow the faith of those who have gone ahead of you, follow after their faith and their patience. 
that when you are following a man, there are some things you must catch from the man so that you become like the man. I can't have this father and fail. It's not possible. I can't be under the wisdom of this man and fail. Clap your hands and say, I will not fail under this ministry. Clap your hands and say, I will not fail under this ministry. Which one is this? Still Kofredia? Is it Kofredia or Kofredia? I think they are, they are nursery. They, they have a school. Uh, a nursery, you know, over there. Me, I don't have head, head, school at my headquarters. Kofredi has a school. Give me another. Do you have another one there? Which one? Give me Takradi. Tell somebody, fathers lay foundations but sons build. Oh, please tell her again. Tell her again. <laughs> First Chronicles, chapter number 22 and verse number 5 to 14. First Chronicles, chapter 22, verse number 5 to 14. I wanted to read it when you go home. That David called Solomon and said, I have laid the foundation. I have gathered the materials, but you now make a covenant that you build for God a house that befits the God of your father. Aye. All these things, I, I, I didn't give them one, one person from, from headquarters because me, myself, you should see what I'm building over there. Uh, when you see what I'm building over there, every day you intercede for me <laughs> because that thing can do you or undo you. <laughs> oh, Papa, you should pass there. The thing is not small. But every day I go there, there's an increase. And how God is doing it, I don't know, but I just know that some grace is operating somewhere. Oh, clap your hands and say, I receive my portion. Say it again and say, I receive my portion. Hallelujah. Number five. Number five. Sons build houses for God. Oh, no. I think I've said that already. Fathers lay foundation and sons build on the foundation. Number six or five. Five. Fathers start. Sons finish. Fathers start. Sons finish. God has used his servant, Pastor Eastwood, to start to lay the foundation. Now we are looking for sons to continue and we are looking for sons to finish what the fathers have started. Oh, clap your hands and say, I will finish. Oh, I didn't hear you. Say it again and say, I will finish. Fathers create inheritance. Sons possess the inheritance. Sons, fathers create inheritance. Sons possess and sons enter into the inheritance by the attitude of sonship. 
I saw a father who called the sons. He said, gather unto me, my sons, that I will tell them the things that will befall them. Reuben, you are my firstborn, the dignity of my strength, and this, blah, 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 but you shall not excel because you are unstable as water. Stand aside. Simon and Levi, brothers, two brothers of cruelty. There's so much anger in your heart. I will scatter you in Judea. I will scatter you in Judea. I, my soul shall not sit in your council. Step aside. Judah, you are whom your brothers will bow to. You are whom your brothers will praise. It was the father who decided who owns the inheritance and who possesses the inheritance. I don't know whether this year you are going to see the papa to receive his blessing for the year. If it's not a culture here, let it become a tradition here. Every year, you should go to him, you and your wife, and probably the elders of your church, and you say, Afiasu, we need your blessing for the new year. And then present your gift and let him bless you. I have noticed, I have noticed the, the success level of all my sons. Those sons who come to me regularly and obtain the blessing, they do better in ministry than those who do not come to bless the father and to receive the father's, uh, to obtain the blessing. Fathers establish the inheritance but it is the responsibility of children by the attitude of sonship to enter into the inheritance. You cannot enter into the inheritance if you don't have a certain attitude. You cannot. You cannot. And I have discovered that my sons who honor the anointing, oh, they, 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 they are doing ministry with ease. They, they don't struggle. My, my son in the uh, UK, the head of our UK missions, he was 50 years uh, last October. So we went there to go and celebrate him. And then on the screen is this Porsche GL, Mercedes, brand new, state of the art. They are giving to him. All his life, he has never driven that car before. But that guy knows how to honor the grace. The people honored him big time. My son in America, he was 40 years recently, last year. And then we went there to celebrate him. Then, hey, it was sitting there some heavy Lexus, 570, brand new. Just gave it to him. Just gave it to him. So, tell somebody, your portion is coming. Tell somebody, your portion is coming. Oh, tell somebody, God has remembered you. Tell somebody, God has remembered you. Number nine, fathers define the history, the culture, and the tradition, and the sons pass on the history to the next generation. Fathers define the culture, they define the history, they define the tradition, and sons pass on the traditions, the culture, and the history to 
another generation. Fathers offer love. Sons seek relationship. True sons seek nothing but just relationship. Taking advantage of the father's love. Why are you a pastor of Fountain Gate? Is it to make money? Is it because the founder of Fountain Gate is a powerful, uh, 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 recognized man of God in our land? Why are you associated? Because it travels across the nations of the world, you also want to travel across the nations of the world. True sons seek nothing from their father apart from relationship. They, they, they just love it that they are related. I am a son of Fountain Gate and it's enough for me. It doesn't matter if the Apostle General doesn't visit my church. It doesn't matter if he doesn't give me money. The fact that he can call me son is enough. Sons seek relationship. Number 11. Fathers build families. Sons protect families. Fathers build, sons protect it is your responsibility to protect that which God has given to this ministry. Protect the name. This church is a very good one. So this one is not here. But there's one, there's, there's, there's one from my church which I, I am not ashamed to say. Because you people, you are good. And you must keep it up. This son of mine was a former magician. And uh, we converted him. And so when we converted him, he was coming to church. Uh, later on, I got to know that when magicians get converted, at least there's some small magic that remains. They, they, they never get fully converted. As for the Simon something there, the desire to get something Ah, it's always there. Then he got married to one of our lovely, 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 lovely girls. Very faithful. So together, we gave them one of our branches, you know, uh, to pastor. The wife is a teacher, and he is the full-timer. And so the wife goes to school, and he does the usual, you know, visitation and counseling and so on. One fine lady started going to see this man. The first thing that he did, which aroused the woman's suspicion, was instruction. He said, uh, the Lord is asking me to tell you, when you go home, urinate in a small glass, put anointing oil and drink. So that was the first concussion. Anointing oil versus urine. The girl went and did it. 
Oh, yes, why did he do it? He said, according to her, she did it because she believed that this is royal house. Royal House is a fine, full gospel, Bible-believing church. And so if this guy has been trained by the Reverend Sam Crunchyankra, then uh, it's all right. It's all right. She drank. Then she came back again another time, and then the guy performed another magic. You know, these magicians know they can give you a plastic bag. And they can tear paper into the plastic bag. And they can tell you that they will conjure the, uh, the paper to become money. And for some reason, they can just do You open and there's money. When I say more, say more. When I say more, say more. You remember those days. They are still in the system. The only difference is that this time they are carrying Bibles. Oh, there are a lot of pharaoh magicians in the system. Pharaoh magicians. When we conjure snakes, they can conjure snakes. And so when you enter into the room and you see Pharaoh magician snakes plus Aaron snake, how do you know which one is the difference? The only difference is that our snake will rise up and swallow theirs. And this year, that was one of the prophecies. Any falsehood that has entered into the church, may they be swallowed by righteousness. May they be swallowed by the oil and anointing. Clap your hands and say, by fire. Shut yes. Oh, no, no. There are too many in the system now. Falsehood. False prophets. Magicians. Carrying Bibles. We swallow all of them. May they lose their congregation and their followings. Those who have been sleeping with people's wives, may they become impotent in the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus. So, so this, this guy <laughs> said to the woman, Mommy, if you want to let me look at your hand. Ah, your hands are cursed. When, when money cares into your hand, money doesn't stay. Eh, yeah, eh, be, prophet. Eh. He, said, he said, I'm coming to command fire. Fire is coming to consume, you know. And then the guy did something and fire came into the woman's hand and he said, I'm going to cause the fire. It's going to pass through your hand and come to the, your back. Pam, pam, it turned. And then the fire came. You know, all magic. They have a way of doing these tricks. So, the woman believed. Then was coming the next instruction. Uh, after performing that miracle magic, the lady's heart and soul and everything had been worn. So, now he says, do you know why your husband is not faithful to you? There is a demon inside your palace. Remove your dress right now. Let me cast. It was there that the girl's eyes now open. He said, no. I've been in royal house. I, even though I'm not at the headquarters, I don't think this is what the apostle general does. If the apostle general does this, he will not get to where he has gotten to. So from there, then he went and told the supervisor of the district of royal house chapel, the senior pastor there, and said, look, I've been going to that branch and this is what has been happening. So we brought the guy. He said, oh. We thought you were converted from magic. 
And not knowing there's some small. So we have to recall him again. Uh, he's now, we are taking him through training again. And blah, 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 blah. To see what we can do. Long what? Revolution. <laughs> they love revolution. These people are in the system. What a shock. Fathers build the families. Sons protect the families. You have to protect this name. You have to protect the gospel. You have to protect the church. You have to protect what has been laid, what has been done. Sons are branches and extensions of the work of the father. Sons are branches and extensions of the works and achievements of the father. Thirteen. Sons take pleasure in the work of the father. Sons take pleasure in the work of their fathers. When you come to the place where the devil starts talking to you that this work that you are doing, uh, you are, why are you killing yourself for uh, fronting gate? Uh, uh, they ask you to go and plant a church. Uh, they didn't give you anything. Uh, 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 the land, you struggle to buy the land. Uh, 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 the church, you struggle to build. All this thing that you are building, it is not even for you. One day you will leave it. Uh, uh, somebody else will come and take it. Uh, if you commit any small mistake, they will suspend you. Hey! Have pleasure in this work that you have been called to do. It is only there that you have success. It is only there that you have the joy of working for God. But as long as you think you are working for a man, you will never get fulfillment. You will never get satisfaction. Am I talking to sons in this place? Who is this person that I am talking to in this service? Oh, I'm so glad that I'm affecting somebody's life. I want you to enjoy this work. I want you to prosper in this work. I want you to succeed in this work. The only way is to have pleasure in your father's work. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Say yet the Lord to a son. Oh, Jesus Christ. We need sons in the house. We need sons in the house. L let me share some two scriptures with you quickly and then we will, we will pray. I, I was coming to actually do impartation and uh, Pastor Isud has already let us do it. So I, I'll prophesy to one or two people and then um, we'll, we'll start celebrating. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse number 12. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse number 12. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse number 12. Labronimi apayato seke di anduria. Read with a loud voice. Ready, go. That ye be not slothful, 
but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Follow, follow, follow. Now, there are some three key words there that I'm interested in. One, slothful. And then, follow. Follower. Follow. And then, faith. And then, patience. And then, faith. And then, patience. Now, to follow the, 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 the Greek word, mimos, the Greek word mimos is to, is to imitate, to imitate, to imitate, or to mimic, to mimic, or to copy, or to copy, or to reproduce, to reproduce, to reproduce, or try to be like him, try to be like my father, try to be like my mentor, try to be like the one I'm following, to reproduce the works of the one I am following, to copy the one that I am following. How can you be in Fountain Gate but you preach like Benihim? How? How? Whose son are you? You, you? It will be difficult for you to reproduce of his kind because you are not following after the spirit and after his faith. I am done with the subject you gave me. You said building a solid church. This is how you build a solid church. Somebody has built one. Look at him, follow, and build the same thing he has built. It is possible for us, everybody here, to duplicate the faith of your father wherever that you are. Whichever department that you are. It's possible. And if all of us have duplicated what is at Boligatanga, wherever we are, can we imagine the force that Fountain Gate will be like? Am I helping somebody here today? I have seen the, 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 the church in Accra. The one that his, his, his uh, 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 chairman is building. If all of us were duplicating that, in our respective stations. Clap your hands and say, I receive this grace. <laughs> try to be like him. Now, it also means trying try to follow is to try to catch up. To catch up. To catch up. You, you can't compete with the father. You can only catch up with the father. follow. Now, now, I'm also interested in the word faith. Follow after their faith. That word faith there means follow after their convictions. Follow after their beliefs. Follow after their relationship with God and with Christ. Follow after what they have suffered and how they overcame their pain and their struggle and their sacrifices. Follow after it. What, what, what pain they have gone through. 
the sacrifices they have gone through and how they came out of it follow after it. Amen. I'm talking about a man who is told that six of his children have perished in an accident one day. He grabs the microphone, he preaches the gospel. Follow after. That's what I'm talking to you about. Am I blessing somebody here today? Follow. Follow after their faith. And then follow after their patience. <laughs> follow after their patience. From which they were able to inherit the promise. So you see, they, they didn't inherit the promise because they are very tall. And they can speak good English. But because they exhibited some faith and some patience. I'm not asking you to follow his suit and his cars and his house because this one will not bring you the promise. Here is what people don't know. Our sons. Here's what they don't know. They look at the ultimate reward and prize of our many years of patience, toil, and sacrifices. They look at that one, the reward, the end result and the end reward to inspire them to come wanting to be like us. But they are not ready to go through the meal of the sacrifices and the pain that we have gone through to get to where we have gotten to. And any son who does not want to pay the price for the ultimate reward loses it eventually. I'm telling you, you see all that you have toiled to build in Boliga? If you don't hand it over to a son properly, you can hand it over to anybody and in 10 years they will run everything down. Chairman, that's the fact. That is why fathers just don't give inheritances to anybody at all. If you give it to a Reuben who is unstable, who is not solid, who is shapeless and only takes the shape of water, and you know water has not got shape. Water takes the shape of the container in which it, in which it is. That's Reuben. No father wants a son like Reuben. We, we, we want sons who are definite in character, stable in attitude. Clap your hands and say, I receive the spirit. Oh, clap your hands and say, I receive the spirit of faith and patience of the fathers. Say it again. I receive the spirit of faith, patience, and grace of the fathers. Say, I receive it. And then I'm interested in the word, be ye not slothful. Now, now it means that following requires some sacrifices, some hard work. 
If, if you are lazy, you cannot follow. If you are lazy, you cannot be a true son. Who said, who said to you that sonship is an easy thing to acquire? Okay, let me put it this way. Who tells you that it is very easy to acquire the spirit of a father? To copy him, to reproduce after his kind, and to build after his kind. Do not be slothful. Don't be lazy. <laughs> oh, the sons we have these days are, are simply not falling after us. They've given you a branch to pastor and the church starts at 9 o'clock and you get there at 10.30. You expect it to grow? You think that was what the father was doing? You, you ask your elders to attend a meeting at 7 p.m. These elders, some of them are bankers. Some of them are work with telecom communications and so on. They close work. They pass through the traffic. They come at 7 o'clock uh, p.m. You are a full-timer. You arrive at 8.30. You have simply no respect. Do not be slothful. Do not be sluggish. Do not be lazy. To follow requires an effort. If any man wishes to follow me, let him take up his cross daily and follow. Following Jesus Christ requires taking up your cross. Counting the cost of following. Elijah said to Elisha, what do you want from me? He said, give me a double portion of your spirit. You've asked a hard thing. However, if you are able to see me go, you will receive. He followed and followed. Elijah would discourage him. Stay here. You can't go to the next place. He said, I will go with you. He followed and followed and followed. Finally, the mantle falls upon him. May I suggest to the sons of Fontingate that to follow and to receive the grace upon the Father and to build a solid church requires effort. Put in effort. Study the word. Sleep less. Read more. Open your eyes. Be wise. Learn. Go through some sacrifices. They all said the place was hard. They couldn't. Then I brought this guy from London. He was a member of our church from, from London. He's a, uh, a mining engineer. And he's struggling in London, you know, doing nothing. I said, come to Accra. He comes. And I said, you go to Kofordia. He was born and raised in Kofordia, and he ran away. I said, you are going back. You go back. Then he went. And, and the, the truth is that his exploits there, it's not him. He, when he even comes to general assembly and comes to pastor's conferences, he doesn't talk. He's quiet. You know those who have been telling me, 
outside people, Assemblies of God people, Church of Pentecost people, ICDs people, they, they see me and say, hey, your son is... The place where he's building, he's bought the place, paid for it, building, building, just building. The same place other people went and failed. May you prosper where others fail. You didn't hear me. May you prosper where others fail. Clap your hands and shout, I will not fail. Clap your hands and shout, I will not, I will not, I will not. Clap your hands and shout again and say, I will not fail. Oh, stand on your feet. Let me finish the last one. Stand. The last one is going to help me to prophesy. And then I pray. Hebrews chapter number 13 and verse number 7 to 8. Hebrews chapter number 13, verse 7 to 8. Read, read with a loud voice. Ready? Go. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose follow, considering... He said that, that that word simply means follow them looking at how far they have come. Wow. And so we are following Pastor Eastwood, but we are also following him to the very end of his ministry. You didn't hear what I said. To the end. That, that is why every day we must pray for him that God strengthens him and grants him the grace. Because how far he can go determines how far we can go. Oh, the amen was very weak. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. How far he goes determines how far we go. That is why in your heart you must have that unconditional relationship. And just love him. Whether you see him or you don't. Oh, clap your hands and say, Lord, help me. Clap your hands and say, Lord, help me. But Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 8 is a scripture you have been quoting and you never know where it comes from. Today I'm going to show you where it comes from. Look at verse number 8. Jesus Christ. And if you look at how Apostle Paul shot this one when he was talking about leadership and following leaders and he said Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forever is amazing. But here is what it means. It means that the God who has been with him yesterday Karobi if you follow after his faith and you follow after his patience and you are not slothful the same Jesus today who gave him the success yesterday he will give you success today. He will give you success tomorrow. Because Jesus does not change. Ah! Ah! Clap your hands and shh. If you follow the same Jesus yesterday, who was with him in Boliga? Who was with him when he dug the ground? Who was with him when Get Fronty Get was no church? The same God who was with him when he came to Accra. When he came to Accra, I saw him. I was one of the people he came to seek permission to before he entered into Accra. This man just didn't enter into Accra. When he came, he had to speak to the elders at the city gate. Clement came to me. And he said, Pastor Eastwood has released me to come to Accra. Some people were angry. I said, I've received you. Some people were angry. They call me on phone. I say, I have received him. 
Bishop Alote has come to Accra. Some people are crying. I said, Bishop Alote, I've given you build. He has put up a building. I'm going to inaugurate the building. I mean, the love revolution. God has so much for everybody that we don't need to be envious and jealous. And the same place I sent people to go and fail. They told me there were no souls over there. Another person went over there and he said, they building. God has prepared your grounds. God has prepared your domain. God has prepared your place of rulership and authority. All that you need is to follow after the faith and the patience by which they attain the promise. And Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, who was with Abraham, who was with Moses, today he is the same and he will be with you. Tomorrow, he will be with your grandchildren. If you hand over the faith to your grandchildren, I'm pressing on the... Come on, clap your hands. Where are my worship leaders? Worship leaders. Clap your hands. Lord, hey, on high, say it again, I'm pressing on the upward hey, we are going up, 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 Jesus, who are you following, who are you following,
Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. I can see the power of God. Jesus, 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 Jesus.
Jesus. Take it. 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 Take Holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world. It is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CDs, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.